those Stone Age Romeos are back. Hoodoo gurus are returning to New Zealand, and here's Dave Faulkner to tell us why. And another thing I've been wondering lately. You guys have had a new album out. You're coming to New Zealand, right? Uh, Wonderful, yes. We're very excited to finally be able to come back over the ditch, as they say. Yes, indeed. When was the last time you were here? Do you remember? I think it was the 90s, sadly. So long ago. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. There's been a a few little uh, false starts in between. um, But, yeah, for some reason, it's just taken this long to get organized. um, Right, right. And we're thrilled. Very good. And do you have any kind of, well, I don't know. Uh, do you news? I'm a, obviously I'm American, but I I came here in '94, so I've right. observed the um, the relationship between New Zealanders and Australians. Oh uh, yeah, years. you know we're we're we're, 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 we're uh, cousins, aren't we? We're not we're not brothers and sisters, but we're cousins. Right, so, right. You know, it's, but you know, so we love each other, and sometimes we go, "Who the hell are they? <laughs> what are they doing?" <laughs> I'm That's glad excellent. I'm not really related. You know, That's yep, what we yep. did say to each other sometimes. Very good, very good. So, <laughs> so when you do get here, what what are we going to hear? You got a, you know a recent album, first one. In yeah, the- we do have the new album. Obviously, we'll be playing some songs from that. Um, luckily, they've been going over well in concert. But even before the album came out, we were playing a bunch of songs. We were doing a few shows, like, uh, and uh, we uh, tested the waters, and people didn't seem to uh, you know yawn and. <laughs> <laughs> and go to the bar or one of those things that people do when they don't not interested. Yes. They, you know, didn't, didn't seem to make the energy flag. So we're kind of feeling hopeful that um, we can put some of those in without killing the uh, the energy. Right, right, um, right. And also, of course, we have, you know, there's certain landmark songs of ours that, you know, we know we have to play because they're so iconic for the band yep. and the people would almost feel like they hadn't seen the Hoodoo Gurus if we didn't play certain particular songs, in, in, yep. you know. And then um, we'd like to also dig into the, you know, the dusty corners of our career and occasionally pull out something that maybe people don't expect. Cool. Uh, keeping everybody happy. I like that. And so the band is your, yourself and Brad, Rick and Nick. Is that correct? Rick and Nick. That's it. Yeah, the rhythm section of Doom. Um, yeah, Nick joined <laughs> us about, believe it or not, Nick joined at first at maybe about almost, uh, could have been as much as I, six years ago. Yeah. Um, 2015 then, written down. <laughs> Oh, so seven years ago. Yeah, so um, and what happened was um, uh, we worked with him for about 18 months and then Mark decided he, he didn't want to be retired after all. He, he wanted to come back and play again. Oh, really? He, you know, he <laughs> sort of, you know, he spent some time at, at home thinking like, now what do I do? Yep. <laughs> and uh, and kind of had the itch again. But, of course, he came back and scratched that itch and, then, and said, you know what, I do want to retire. So that, <laughs> that took another, I think that was another 14 months, something like that, or maybe it's 10, I can't really be sure. Right. But then and then we said, well, you know, was Nick the right guy? We weren't certain, you know, because we, um, so we thought we better just try uh, auditioning different people. We we went through the whole round of auditioning lots of different drummers, and they were great, but they weren't great Hoodoo Gurus drummers. It's kind of a special sort right. of thing, and and uh, it was obvious that the best person for the job was Nick, and and we're <laughs> more than happy that you know. He must have uh, loved you know, that though, right? <laughs> Nick was fantastic all for everything. Like Nick was. When, when Mark wanted to come back, Nick said, of course, you know, he's the Hoodoo Gurus drummer. I mean, Nick's a fan of the Hoodoo Gurus as well. That's why he joined us. You know, he, right. he knew all our songs. We didn't have to teach him. You know, it wasn't like, you know, how do you, you know, he, he understood it all. You know, you, you, we pull out some weird song from a B-side and he knows it. It's bizarre. Right. So, it- so, um, so, so when Mark wanted to come back, Nick was very much like saying, you know, I love Mark Kingsmore's drumming myself. Of course, you know, Nick, uh, Mark should join the band. Yep. And then, you know, and then, 
we, as I said, we brought Nick back and and it was kind of a bit like the first time was, was a bit like the rebound relationship. You know, it never quite works. Right. Because you're still trying to get back what you miss from yep, the previous yep, yep. one. And, and, you know, and, and you know, Nick's not Mark and and his point was trying to make him into Mark. He's different. And and Nick is, and it's great that he's not Mark because we, we've got a new direction in a sense, you know, new energy with right. Nick that, that uh, is fresh for us. And, and is he younger than you guys? He is, so we've got a stronger battery in there now because, you know, you know, let's face it, Mark was old. <laughs> no, Mark, Mark was still, I mean, I'm sure Mark, if he wanted to, could still go bash the hell out of those drums right. today. Well, well, the reason but, I um, ask is uh, Midnight Oil was just here last weekend, and right. those guys are all in their 60s, late 60s, actually, and, I mean, they were, I was watching the drummer, and he was wailing, you know, and it was like, my Rob God. is a phenomenon, isn't he? Rob's yeah, amazing. Yeah. And Peter is like 69, right? And, Okay, I didn't know the exact dates, but um, yeah, I'll take your word for it. I assumed he yeah. was in his early sixties from just watching right. him and listening to him. But he's he's sixty nine years old, and I was like, holy crap! How can you? So, uh, <laughs> getting it around back to you, do you do anything to keep yourself in shape to be able to do that? Um, really, it's quite simple. Uh, I just I don't drink uh, before a show. Right. Um, that's it affects my voice too badly, and and I'd rather sing the notes and not have to have have pain trying to strain for something I can't quite reach. Right. So that I learned that a long time ago. And the other thing is, you know, basically, you know, actually playing on stage is very is like an aerobic workout. So right. just doing a tour is actually makes me healthier. And it's when I'm off the road that I'm actually more likely to do damage yep. to myself, you know, having long lunches and things like that. So uh, um, and, you know, and, and living the lyrics of World of Pain. Yep, yep. Right, which right. Is a song on our new album describing uh, you know, misadventures <laughs> under the influence of alcohol. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, you can get in trouble. That's for sure. <laughs> so, so you and Brad have been doing this together for a billion years. What's your relationship? Yeah. How has your relationship evolved over the years? Well, gee, it's it's funny. I, I saw I, I watched this great this great Stones series on uh, Netflix. Oh, I think it's or Stan. I'm not sure. One of the one of the the, the uh, subscription services. Yep. Um, uh, life, my life is a Rolling Stone, and and Nick. Uh, Nick Jagger was answering the question. Someone asked him, you know, about you know how, how being in a band is like being, you know, having a family or being with brothers. Yep. And he said, No, it's not. <laughs> I've got a brother. I know what that's like. It's yep. not, they're not brothers. Yep. No, but, it, but it is different. You know, it's a really strong thing. It's, it's it's more than just work colleagues. Obviously, you are creating things together, and that's a shared bond that's completely different to most other you know relationships you'd have in your life. You know, we. You know that sort of artistic collaboration is quite unique. Yep. Um, you know, but obviously we are all different people. We have different lives and different uh, tastes in, in many things. And and so sometimes you know we don't we don't uh, see eye to eye on things, and or else we get on each other's nerves because you can't be thrown together with the same people all the time. Right. And you know, if you're not having sex, you kind of have a lot. Of, there's even more reason to be angry with each other, you know. Exactly. So, so, so you know, we, we 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 can't work it out, you know, those ways. Um, so, so we we do pretty well, you know. Obviously, um, it's it's all about respect for each other's abilities and uh, admiration for their talents, and and also liking them as people too. We do that. Sure. So sure. We sure. Do all those things. Doesn't yeah, mean you don't hate each other at times as well. Though. Sure, of course. I mean, that's fine. Fair enough. But getting back to the brother, yeah, I can see that. Because brothers are alike in certain ways. Obviously, I have a brother as well. But, you know, we have our back and forth. But like with Mick and Keith, they obviously are very different. They are not brothers. And, you know, they both bring very different elements to the band. 
And that's what you need, right? And I'm sure that's yeah. And at times they that. weren't even talking virtually. I from the the way it sounds, it seems like yep. they hated each other almost, but they needed each other. Yep. They, so yeah. um, <laughs> you know, and and they and as I think one of the backing singers or someone else in the band said, you know, they don't realize how much they do need each other. You know, that, yeah. that they'd be lost without each other, not and not just because of financially and all those other reasons, but literally as people, they kind of bring things to the table that the other one needs. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, there seem to be the shows they're doing these days. I haven't seen them recently, but I've seen footage. They seem better than ever. So, yeah, and I hope so. Mick, I haven't seen them for a long time myself, but I really loved them when I did. And Mick just turned 79. Right, <laughs> so right. You got plenty of time to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll be doing it quite that, that uh, pushing it that far, but they will see. Right, right, right. So, uh, looking back on your album, uh, Chariots of the Gods, uh, it was released, what, in March? So, yeah. Now that you've had a chance to play it, play the songs, uh, do you look at them differently? Do you approach them differently? Does the crowd reaction affect you? No, well, as I say, the crowd reaction has been great, so that's not been a problem. Um, right. Uh, I'm really proud of the record. Uh, it, uh, it, it, it sounds fresh to me. It doesn't sound like a band that's you know going through the motions or you know or run out of ideas. Um, and you know, a lot of the songs are quite uh, about some things that I've been going through in the last few years, the, some difficult situations, and they're captured in those songs, so they, they're they quite important to me, you know, it's part of my emotional growth. Right. They were part of the process of, you know, of developing, you know, reacting to all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of important. And, and also, just on a creative level, you know, it's one thing to be, you know, a, a band that's got a reputation and all these past you know, back catalog to 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 rely on that people love you for, but you know we are musicians first and foremost, and we want to do music, not yeah. just make money and keep an, a, a, an institution going or whatever a machine. You know, so so making an album was really when we got Nick back in the band and decided to kick on after that second time with Mark. It was really a, a watershed for us. Was you know, well, should we carry on or not? Right. And when once the decision to carry on automatically, that meant making a new record and making, you know, new art, because that's why you exist is to create new music and not just to, as I say, to be regurgitate the old stuff. Yep. Yep. And that's interesting because let's face it, uh, rock and roll has always been considered a young man's game, but oh, that's yeah. definitely changing as everybody's getting older and nobody's giving up. You know, everybody wants to keep doing it. So Look, it happened with jazz, it happened with blues, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of, uh, I think that's long gone. That whole you know discussion. It's, yep. it's kind of it was, it was always silly because it really it's, it's more that's that's about fashion right. more than anything. You know, hemlines go up, hemlines go down. Oh, your hemlines are down. You're no good now because you have you're supposed to have your hemlines up. So those clothes go. That all those old clothes are going to go in the you know back in your closet. You say I never owned them. I, I'm, I'm embarrassed by them now. Yep. Music isn't like that. You know. Uh, obviously, the only thing comes down to whether you are physically capable of performing to your highest level, and if that's the the be all and end all. If you if you go out there and you can't sing very well or play very well, then you really ought to hang it up because yep. you're embarrassing yourself as much right. as anything. You know, yeah, but yeah. if you feel like you are capable of doing everything you expect of yourself, and you have you are being realistic and not just delusional, then um, what's to stop you? Right. As long as people want to see you, you're not stopping. That's the thing that was pretty funny. You know, we broke up for six years and partly it was because of that sort of whole ageism thing and people right. giving you, insinuating that, you know, you don't matter anymore and we don't, you know, if you release an album, no one reviews that they don't care. You know, it's like 
we're never going to play it on the radio and no one's ever going to even notice you exist, you know, anymore because you're old and we don't care. Yep. We, we know what you've got to say. And so you kind of get this subtle thing of like being, you're being pushed aside, you know, and and it's a silly notion because, you know, this idea that you know, you've got to get rid of the old to bring in the new, I mean, sure, there's always room for new talent. That's 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 imperative. But also there's room for new songs from old artists too. You know, this is, you know if they've got something new to say, that's important too. But it, it, this notion, though, that, that you know, you are taking someone else's space on the stage by being there and that you shouldn't be there because you're somehow robbing someone else of their <laughs> chance, yep. it's ridiculous. You know, the audience wouldn't turn up to see them. They'd turn up to see you. Right. And, you know, and you're not stopping them having their show somewhere else some other night, you know. Yep. Uh, but there's this weird, as I say, this sort of this ageist thing. And, and so I got over that whole notion and, you know, we've been going ever since, you know, uh, since yep. the uh, early 2000s. Right, right. Um, in fact, our career has been going as long now after we broke up and as reformed as before. Yep. Though, unfortunately, we've only done three albums on this side of the break. We had <laughs> seven before. <laughs> so we've been a bit slow. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of the way it works. So what the heck? And I'm curious. So if the band wasn't continuing as it is now, what what would you be doing? Would you be doing other musical things or what? Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I, I am still involved in something else uh, that I've been doing probably for nearly eight years now. I'm working on a musical theatre piece. Oh, cool. Uh, and that's something I've always been interested in. And, uh, you know, since the beginning of my of the Huda Goose career, I've thought about it and just, you know, was never had time or never got around to it or never had confidence enough to do it. But I've kind of got to the point where it's like, well, damn it, you know, I might as well give it a shot. So yeah. I've been working on that. that. And that's something else I'd be doing uh, if the gurus were going or not going. Um, and, you know, I'd, I'd still play music because, I, 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 you know, I've come to realise that that's a crucial part of me. And, and, you know, when and COVID certainly has, you know, highlighted that because not being able to go out and perform was a very strange uh, experience and it felt like, uh, you know, I was locked away in the guitar case with that guitar. You right. Know, and part of me was was never, never seen the light of day. It was weird. You know, I was repressed, of course, you know. So, um, yeah, I'd still play music. Whether people would care to see it, I couldn't tell you. But, uh, you know, it wouldn't make me less excited by music or wanting to make it. Right. If you didn't have the outlet of the Hoodoo Gurus, would you be writing the songs? I'd write something. I mean, you know, I must admit these days I'm a lazy. I've always been a lazy writer. You know, I don't. I don't write a song every day or something right. like some sort of. You know, as a, as a morning ritual, like going for a morning walk. Now I write a song. Right. Never done that. But there's always a groove in my head. Always. Uh, you know, a tempo or a, or a, even sort of a melody or something. There's always something in the background, like a radio station playing in my mind. And and you know, sometimes I tune it in, and sometimes I I just ignore it. But it's always there, you know. I, I, my life is done in time, in a sense, you know. Uh, and sometimes things pop out that you go, "Wow, oh, I love that!" You know, that's a nice melody, and you, and you, and I put it on my phone. So I, I'm always accumulating ideas, and sometimes they might turn into a Hoodoo Guru song, or sometimes they just end up nowhere. Um, I never know when I'm writing a song who it's for. I, it just um, it tells me rather than me, you know. I can't I can't push it in a direction to make it work for this or that format. It just it is what it is, and then when we get to re- re- make some songs for an album, I bring the material in and, and the band sort of starts to play on it and it sounds like, you know, there's a, a vibe, so to speak, you know, something yep. happening. Uh, then it becomes a Hoodoo Guru song, you know, obviously but stuff, stuff that falls off doesn't mean it's not a good song, it just wasn't right for the Hoodoo Gurus. The Gurus kind of self-selects. Yep. And, I, you know, as a writer, I can't predict sometimes, you know. Sometimes I know, but a lot of the songs I don't. Right, right, right. 
So when, when, when do you hit the road again? When are you out on, on the boards we're next? Going, we're going. I'm packing my suitcase as we speak because tomorrow oh. we jump on a plane. And uh, we, we're playing a sh- two shows on Friday, Saturday up in Cairns. And then uh, that's, that's basically a warm-up shows for our first show of our album tour, which has been much delayed because of COVID. Uh, of on Tuesday, we do our first concert in Brisbane. Ooh. We have a, the, the Dandy Warhols playing with us as well, <laughs> uh, as well as a great young Australian band called The Boys. Right. And, uh, and then on, we go to Sydney, Melbourne, Hobart, Adelaide and Perth. So we're going to hit all the major cities in the next two weeks. Right. And, uh, and that's kind of the album tour done, so to speak. And then we have just a couple of odd things before the end of the year, some strange things. Um, and then next year, of course, you'll be here to New Zealand and, yep. and then the, all the rest of the world. We've got plans for, for quite a few different places uh, next year. I mean, you got to love playing to hometown crowds and, do you, do you yeah, get well, the same I, people just over and over again coming up and going, hey, man? Well, I guess we're a Sydney-based band. We almost were reformed, and, and the Sydney show is the only one that's sold out. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, but they're, they're very big venues, by the way. So, you know, yeah. some of them, they could they're literally you could sell as many tickets as you want because it, it will never fill. Like we're doing the Sydney Mike Music Bowl. I mean, the, the Seekers had 100,000 people there at their concert that set the record way back in the 60s. Whoa. So we aren't going to we aren't gonna threaten that that record, I can tell you. So we could keep selling tickets, you know, galore, you know. There's, there's no end to that that one. But, um, uh, yeah, my hometown, I guess, as a person, though, is Perth. That's where I grew up. Right. Uh, and so um, our last show was in, in Perth at Belvoir Amphitheatre. So, yeah, it'd be fun to finish there. And I'll, I'll stay on for, for, you know, a bit of time to stay, see my family and friends as well. Cool, cool. Sounds like it's all happening. I love it. It is all happening, baby. Finally, <laughs> after all this time of being stuck at home. Yeah, yep. Everybody's getting out, stretching out, and doing their thing again. So, exactly. yeah, looking forward to seeing you guys because it's been a few. Like I said, I saw you in '87, so there you go. I know, go. I know. Probably well, do again. <laughs> well, as I say, you know, we haven't lost anything. Uh, we, I think, we're playing just as powerfully as you ever saw before. So, um, you know, just don't get too close. You'll see the wrinkles too too well. Fair enough. <laughs> Thanks for the warning. <laughs> All righty. Have a great day. Thank you very Jeez, much. Thank you. See ya. Bye bye.